0: Welcome to Association. I'm Emma Hooper and this is a special guest episode where we're speaking to Caden Ho. Hi Caden. Hello Emma, Emma, how are you? I'm good my love, we've had a little bit of trouble trying to get the recording to start with this but I feel like we're there now Caden. Oh and there's the siren, (laughs) just on time. around me oh my god <laughs> <I'm> locomotion <sorry. laughs> no worries no worries um how are you doing and it'd be nice first of all maybe to introduce yourself a little bit and um yeah who you are where you live and, and a little about your story would be really really nice yeah so um I my
1: name is Kayden and I was originally from Korea so I grew up there until I was, like, 10, and then moved to Texas when I was, like, around 10, 11, and I recently relocated to LA, um, and, and trying to, like, pursue, like, styling that I've been doing for, like, the last 10 years, my, uh, backgrounds in fashion design, and, and, yeah, I'm, I'm really enjoying LA for now, but, yeah, my uh, like, my, all of my, most of my um, upbringing has been in Texas, so it's, like, a, a very different environment
0: yeah. as far
1: as, like, California and Texas, so it's kind of interesting. I'm, like, kind of ready to explore that a little bit, and...
0: Yeah, I can yeah. imagine. And you're really enjoying living in L.A. now, like, it was, it was definitely something that you wanted to do I remember when we first met and you said you were excited about your move so there's lots of good things that are coming out of it but um yeah well, I think you know when somewhere's your home a little bit more right and I think you've always felt like that totally. with Texas right yeah yeah
1: I definitely um consider like Austin my home um but I feel like just over the last couple of years and like the political climate even though like Austin is like a blue bubble we call it of Texas because it's like very largely um democratic so a lot of uh, liberal so uh, yeah we call it like the blue oasis
0: or something of Texas yeah but even I that, heard that. Just, like, the tension and like the pressure I don't know I just wanted to kind of like Release myself from that kind
1: of like burden. Yeah. Um, not, not that I'm like not appreciating what Austin has given me or Texas has given me. Like I'm very proud to be from Texas. Like every time I go to Europe or like traveling elsewhere everyone asks me, like, where I'm from, expecting to, like, say, oh, Korea, like, or Asia, but, like, I literally always tell them, like, I'm from Texas, and they're like, wait, what? Like,
0: <laughs> you know, like, they don't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're they so shook by the fact that, like, someone that's, like, very
1: authentically and, like, proudly just trans and Asian could, like, live in, like, such, like, oppressive state. Yeah. And they ask me, like horses to school or something you know what i
0: mean oh my god yeah it's so funny it's crazy (laughs) to like see their
1: reaction whenever i say i'm from texas and i feel like with that um like that kind of like juxtaposition like i did i did you know i do i i did fall in love with texas and like i felt very you know proud to say that i'm a texan trans woman um and I think there's like something special um, living in like a very oppressive state, and still being able to like pursue what you want to pursue. And I feel like there's a lot of power in um, holding down that fort, you know, at mm-hmm. this like representation of like um, gender or um, racial, um, all those like,
0: intersections. Yeah, it's really interesting because, you know, as you say, like from the outside, like I live in Europe and I'm from outside of the, the LGBTQ like community and everything that that is, although very involved, you know, with my friends, my family, um, my upbringing here, it's always been really open around things like that too, um, in the way that it should right. be. And I think one of the interesting things, maybe I should give a bit of a backstory actually, Caden, on how we met. So... Um, I, one of my clients is Citizen M, um, and we were looking for a Austin um, culture scout. So someone who knows the area really well, has a lot of love for it, um, and then can give us good recommendations around everything from the best places to go for coffee to um, what sustainability is like in that city. And all these different things about the city from a local's perspective would inform exactly how we open our hotels, the music that we play, the artists that we work with. So it's a very informative project that um, we've come to work together on. So when Caden applied for this position, um, I think there were about 300, I don't know if I've ever told you this Caden, but there were about 300 people that applied for that position loads and loads oh, of people are wow. really keen. Yeah, I don't know if I ever told you that, I'm not sure. Oh my God. But, yeah. no, uh, crazy. And your application just really, really stood out because one of the things that you said was how um you really thanked the city for, you know, making your transition really easy. And um maybe not easy was the was the word that you used, but you kind of thanked the the, the space that you grew up in and the people and everything that it encompasses for allowing you totally. to do that right is that that's correct right that's what you'd exactly. say yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, um so yeah uh, carry on my love sorry no no
1: it's okay um i just wanted to um just say like with this like project that we've been doing for citizen i'm and me having to really like kind of like research like the background, the history of it all, like kind of like made me fall in love with the city all over again. And like was like really reminiscing a lot about like my upbringing um, as a queer person in Austin as well. So it's been like a very interesting project to like revisit Austin, like uh, right after I moved here to LA, so. Yeah, that's
0: been really fascinating. Nice. Yeah, I think um, as we've worked through it as well, I've learned a lot about the city and the space and all those kind of, like you said, all those different things that people think about different parts of America from being outside. I've never been to Texas, so it's been a really nice learning and educational piece for I'm me so as well. Excited for you to visit. Oh my God! Yes. Yeah, that's the next thing, right? So you write the tour. <laughs> you write the tour and then I'll follow it, Caden. I'm there. No. So nice. Super nice. So, I mean, this the subject that we're talking about today is more around, um, we mentioned it in our last podcast, and uh, it's basically that the Texas State Representative, Brian Slayton, has proposed a a prohibition on children seeing drag shows. Um, So anyone who listened to the episode will know that both Maurice and I were really outraged by this and it's something really close to both of us on... You know, Maurice is a father, for example, he has two daughters, um, and he's very strong in the sense of how he will bring up his daughters is by showing them every walk of life, every type of person, and particularly when it comes to positivity, you know, like people who are confident in themselves. As young girls, I'm sure he's he said so many times about how he'd really like to encourage this kind of confidence within them. Um And, yeah, from my side as well, like, you know, not not having a child. um, So coming from a bit of a different side on it. um, But still kind of a lot of my friends are within the community. I know, Caden, we've only just met, but I feel like you're one of my friends as well. (laughs) And I just, I don't know. I just, um, I I feel really outraged by it. But we've spoken about this quickly, Caden, as well. Like, I feel like also my opinion and the outrage is valid but also doesn't really come with too much context. So that's why I was really keen for us to catch up together and understand a little bit more about your perspective, having lived there, having been from the community. I think it's really valuable for people to hear. So without further ado, if you don't mind, I'll, I'll pop some questions your way. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, the, the main kind of... <sighs> I suppose, like the way that this has been reported in the media, they've said um, Republican state representative Brian Slayton announced last Monday that he'll propose a law aimed at protecting the state's kids from inverted commas perverted adults who he alleged were obsessed with sexualizing young children. That's also an in inverted commas. Um, and then after this bar where this kind of happened, um, it's called the Mister Mister Bar. In Dallas. Have you ever been there, Caden? Do you know of it? I, I haven't, actually. I've been to the Gaborhood in Dallas,
1: where that's located. But there's, like, so many other clubs and bars there that I haven't
0: really been to that one. Yeah, okay. Well, it can't be a good one if you haven't been there. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's fabulous. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, yeah, they basically held a great event you know it was a family friend uh, family friendly event um called drag the kids to pride i think that's really fantastic as part of their ongoing lgbtq pride month celebrations you know it was about opening up further and and bringing children into this which shouldn't ever be a problem um but yeah yet it was and um here we are so can you tell us a little bit about your story um maybe alongside your transition and your relationship to austin and and all that kind of stuff maybe there's something that i don't know from being young and and the effect on children could be an interesting subject to look into from yourself with your own childhood so um so when i first moved here at like age 10 um i moved to a small like beach town called like corpus christi and one of the biggest like reasons why we moved to the states is because of like the bullying that's been started for like a couple of years like prior to the move in korea where like i was like severely bullied and like um bullying culture in korea is like very extreme there's like a The, um teens that and like other teenagers in general the suicide rate is due to like both of bullying is like very prominent in um in, like, eastern asian culture i feel. so wow. um so that's one of the reasons why we moved to the states is um to kind of escape that and start fresh um i remember just coming home every day just like crying um like just begging my parents to like move me to like another school. Um but they moved me to like a whole nother country instead so I was like, okay, like, oh, okay. <laughs> like this is gonna be great. Um, and it was like a very small like beach town, so everybody's like very relaxed and like even though it is a Texas town, like it's very I didn't feel like I was like threatened by anything. I feel like that um was like my language barrier and like my um Asian background instead of like my sexuality or gender oh that's so I interesting like it kind of, like, yeah
1: deviated this like vision or perception of like who I am because I was like already like other than like so many other things that like they didn't really pick up on you know maybe my gender or like sexuality and so I actually had like a very great childhood. Like I've never thrived in like an education like institute before, um, and I really fell in love with academia. And like I was in every extracurricular activity possible. Like I swam, um, like and I was like a state swimmer. I was very involved with school and like homecoming king because I was, that was like before my transition. To Austin, it kind of um, just amplified like this open environment for me, and because it's like so much more like a liberal city compared to Corpus Christi, like mm. um, it accelerated like my exploration and like my freedom to kind of like express whatever I wanted to, um, what I was, that like I still kept you know down low in south texas like you know like i wasn't openly gay but it was like a, it was you know like a lot of my close friends knew a lot of like people just assumed and it was fine because like i had so many like lovely friends who like always protected me and that kind of carried on through college and like through classes like race gender um sexuality class like all the sociology classes that I took as, like, a design major, it really blew my mind and, like, dissected this, like, my position in this world, not only just as, a, like, a Korean immigrant, but, like, as a queer person of color, as, um, someone who comes from, like, a single mom background, and, uh, as... You know, all these things that, like, make up who I am and, like, in between of, like, all of this intersection, it really opened my eyes into another level of, like, this radical queerism, and I was able to really flourish in my um, gender
0: expressions and, like, ideas and creativity, and also really acted as, like, a sanctuary for me. And, like I mentioned, like, the oasis, like, the blue oasis of Texas is it's truly that, especially with the influx of, like, Californians moving there because it's so expensive to live in California mm-hmm. now. No. But it's, it's, like, really um, amplified that in Austin, I feel. And I don't know, I just have, like, such, like a like, a tender, very personal um, relationship Yeah, I can understand um, that. It yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then, yeah, I mean, it so, really, yeah. I think when you know when Go you ahead. hear about something like this, then like, you know, you you hear the story, you're like, what What's happening to my city that I love? You know, I'm, I know it's one isolated issue, but it just feels like such a um, you know to do a banning just seems so extreme and. Uh, Do you have any friends in the community who now are still living in Texas who, you know, have... uh, I'm sure that you do have friends that have strong opinions on this or, you know, have been affected by this or uh, with this story coming out so local. Um, Yeah. Because, like, my transition
1: has been, like, very public in Austin. I was going out when I was, like, 18 with, like, a fake ID and, like... It was just like, I was just always out and about that people just had to notice me, but like I've accumulated so many friendships like within this like, like whole spectrum of like queer community in Austin. And a lot of my like dear friends are in, like very immersed in this drag culture in Austin. They also host brunch, like drag shows at um, venues and They basically, like, run the whole drag culture in Austin. And um, there was, like, the friend of a friend, like, whose TikTok went viral because um, she uploaded this, like, drag performance in this, like, neighborhood, like,
0: um, performing for these, like, little kids. And they're just going, they're just so happy and excited that, like, she's playing this, like, Katy Perry number and, like... Yeah, it's just happy. Yeah. Yeah,
1: just so it's just so naive and like so innocent and like that joy is just so it's just immense and like for anyone to describe that as like sexualizing children like no that's not your focus here like your focus is sexualizing and demonizing the queer culture yeah and you're really putting you're coding this
0: whole idea as like we are the ones attacking these children when they that's not what they get from this like experience you know it's like so telling if you watch all these like video clips of like children just going crazy over these um drag queens especially because drag is all about like being like overly just maximalist and like very, yeah it's like, super theatrical you know, right high, yeah
1: right theatrical and it's like about like um just going above and beyond that like that's what kids are about like they're so ready to engulf in like anything that's they're given like just soaking up all the information like they they get so excited about that so
0: yeah why would anyone be unhappy about that like one of the things that we said about was Mm -hmm. you know if if that kind of positivity and happiness makes you um really feel negative and aggressive towards something then that says a lot more about the person than it does the situation that's what we kind of came to realize when we were discussing it as well and i mean like it's it's just an awful um and, and of course i knew that we'd feel the same on this as well but like you know, behind something like this getting passed, it just causes a bit of a knock on effect, right? Like people's perceptions in the area. And um, it's just, it just kind of, do you think it brings any fear in the, in the community? Like based on this kind of passing and this thing happening? Do you think, because that's an awful thing, because I feel like the community's come so far. And work so hard to get there, and there's of course a, a really long way to go. But in the time that things have been better, I feel like it's really started to progress now, and openness has become more. I mean, from my perspective, this is just me, but um, do you think this is like a step, a, a big step back? Like, do you think this will cause uh, a bit of a bit of fear in the community, a bit of um, quieting down? I, I don't... Um, I hope not, but... Historically? Yeah. Right.
1: I think historically, like, that is the basis of, like, this humanity, like, having, like, triggering fear into a group that you want to oppress, like, and control. And I feel like that is, like, the politicians, like, mindset, like, you know, like, fear-mongering and, like, putting all these fears so that, like, we we so that we minimize like who we are and we have to filter like what we say and do um but I feel like as like Texan queer person of color I feel like fear is just like a thing that you just kind of normalize at this point as sad as like that sounds I feel like mm. a lot of like communities in Texas is like beyond fear it's more it's like now it just become like part of our lifestyle that's like oh like what else is new it kind of becomes like desensitized in a way but I feel like a lot of the times like these things happen like to kind of deviate your like focus on something else other than this massive shooting that just happened at an elementary school in Uvalde which is very close to like where I grew up
0: oh wow Um,
1: yeah every time right like so every time like they try to like divert your like focus onto these like oppressed marginalized communities like women or queer people or immigrants like there's something that's like they're trying to like mask
0: and like exactly um, yeah our
1: attention from
0: you know what I mean yeah so like there's so many like bills that's been introduced like over the years like I remember um like trying to ban trans people from like using their like gender bathrooms and um that don't say gay bill that's just like introduced in florida and um most recently
1: they were trying to criminalize like parents um, Texas parents from um, if they were engaging in like hormone replacement therapy for their children, like they were going to get criminalized by God. Um, the Child Protective Services and all of these things happen like right after like the tragic incident, you know, that like the Republicans or the right-wing um, politicians like don't, don't want to really address.
0: And Yeah, it's a really...
1: Like, was, like their tactic for years. You know, yeah, like this country was like built upon um, slavery and free labor, and so it's just like to like oppression is just like part of like this country's like foundation, I you feel, know, and to control is very extreme degree. Um, but I don't know, like I don't like I don't think it's ever like set us back. I think that's just like part of history and like queer history. I think, um, like we take two steps forward and we take one step back, or like one the one step forward, like two step back kind of thing. And I feel like the changes have always been so slow in um, red states like Texas and Florida and stuff like that. So I don't know. It's just yeah. I don't think it's like really putting fear into them. It's just like putting more. Just like
0: fire under our ass to like, yeah, and how hang- for like these
1: children, these queer children, these trans children, so
0: exactly. And I think that's that's actually a really um, I mean, that would infuriate them even more, right? If it built a fire inside of you that made you think, right, I'm gonna be extra drag now, there are gonna be twice as many drag shows, people are gonna fucking exactly. love drag now because of you, you know, like. <laughs> Yeah, like fight back with a vengeance, totally. yeah. I think that's really, that's really, um, that's really nice because my natural thought was that like, oh, this takes a step back. But I think, just like you say, it's um, it's not actually that. It just builds a bit more of a fire. And okay, these things are out of our control, but maybe you know, but, we're gonna we're we're gonna combat this even more now. I think. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> especially texas queer people in general are like so much more like radical because like they go through this like on a daily basis it's like if i'm in california or like new york like no one thinks twice about like our identity you know what i mean like, yeah you rarely even have to vote because it's always going to be like democratic or like we're liberal leaning um so I feel like they're really like arming themselves like down there right now. There's like a lot of outrages and like protests happening in Texas, so mm, I think I think there's like a fire being built up, right? And I think the people are gonna totally definitely make the most of that fire. I think that's that's um yeah. that's an amazing uh, kind of sentiment to end on. I think it's been so so interesting and so um so insightful and just amazing to hear your story to know you um you know i appreciate everything that you've been through and continually go through and um i think i I really love how you literally twist everything into a positive you know it's like yeah. Okay. Things were difficult, but then we move on from it, and you right. definitely think, do have uh, that within you, right? And I think a lot of people no, within the like community do. The DNA. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, that's like our survival thing. If
1: we can't make something negative into positivity, like I think that is like queer revolution, like making something out of nothing, or make you know bringing positivity from like negativity. Um, so
0: there's like magic in that I think yeah well I think you're magic and I think this conversation has been so interesting and magical for me to really get a good depth and whoever listens to it I really hope that um, yeah they can understand it from that side too and and we can really build upon this uh, this fire I just love that as a quote I think that's amazing is there anything else that you want to say or things that you want to talk about Caden? Is there anything on, like on your mind and you think, I'd love to speak about this or talk more about that or uh, any kind of sentiment that you've got? Any, I mean, you've spoken about a lot, you've given a lot, but if there's anything else, I'm, I'm yeah. all ears. I mean, I, I just want to like mention,
1: like, um, just like statistically, like after, um, same marriage policies and same marriage like passed, um, there's like a significant drop in, um, teen suicide rates in America. So if that alone doesn't say um, something about this country, um,
0: I don't know what will. It's like we have numbers and we have evidences of like just people just enjoying everything that they're doing. So like what is your actual intention behind this? You know, I, I just, like, hope that, like, we always, like, constantly question the authorities and government and don't lose hope. Yeah, that's that's amazing. And I think that's definitely a good tax to, to keep going on, right, and keep pushing. And then people in future, you know, all these children that hadn't been exposed to drag shows or will be living in these areas or, you know, maybe be unlucky enough to... Be surrounded by people with these awful negative views they'll build a fire in themselves they'll feel the the power through people like you and people that will keep keep on and, and keep being themselves and keep being positive there's there's nothing that's joyous about negativity and um there's nothing bad about this as a um yeah as a as a movement so Thank you so much. Um, I, uh, I really appreciate you and I, I really appreciate you coming on and speaking about this. Thank you so much for sharing. And, um, Thank you so much for having me <laughs> and hiring me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it's always good, right? Twice as nice. <laughs> yes, of Thanks, Caden. Lots of love, darling. Thank you.